0: This is Canvas, a show all about iPad productivity. My name is Fraser Spears and I'm joined as always by Federico Vittici. Hey Fraser, how are you? I'm not too bad. How's things with you?
1: I uh, just came back from the beach. I'm back in Rome. Uh, mm-hmm. I got Wi-Fi, I got all my things. It's uh, It's good to be back. It was awesome to it be on vacation, be. but it's good to be
0: back in the city. Yeah, it's always good to get back to your home network, isn't it?
1: Uh, when it works, usually. <laughs> it is usually, when it works, you know. yeah. Lately, yeah. lately, I've had a string of bad luck when it comes to internet connections. Mm. Uh, so hopefully, you know, it's just temporary issues. Um, yeah. Today, Fraser, I wanted to talk about one of the one of my favorite app, apps on iOS, made by Apple, mm-hmm. and I think one of the most interesting app updates on iOS 11. That is the Notes app. Um, I started using the Notes app again. With iOS nine, when Apple uh, updated Notes with uh, an entirely new feature set, you know support for drawings and the pencil, and the ability to form to format notes more easily, and then of course with iPad multitasking, I started using Notes a lot. But this year, there's a bunch of other interesting updates. Um, uh, again, with Apple Pencil functionality, uh, new features like a document scanner. Um, support in notes Uh, a bunch of really a bunch of interesting changes when it comes to formatting when it comes to changing the style of text tables there's a lot to cover here Uh, but before we do that i thought we should quickly go over how we use apple notes on ios
0: yeah i think that it's important to kind of get the feeling for how people use the application i think was it not a couple of years ago at WWDC they said that notes was perhaps the most commonly used application on ios Maybe only second to iMessage? Mm, Yeah. Remember they they gave some number about how popular Notes was and it was crazy how many people uh, regularly use Notes. So it's worth digging into a little bit because there's a lot of power here. I'm I'm a pretty recent Notes convert. Really, I I suppose I've mostly been looking at it since the iOS 11 betas came out. I mean, obviously we've had Notes forever and I'm familiar with it, but I had previously been quite a heavy Evernote user and I still have quite a lot of legacy documents in Evernote. But that was... Evernote was kind of my long-term archive for a lot of stuff, but the way I use notes now is I'm using it more for sort of short term note taking. So things like shopping lists, uh, trip plans, things like that. We're, we're planning a trip right now with their family. We're all going to London to see Hamilton and the trains and, and the hotels and everything. There's quite a few of us going, and I'm getting a lot of use out of notes for that and also because I'm also using shared notes. Because that, that one note, for example, for a trip and using the note sharing feature, I can send it to the four or five adults who are involved in that trip, plus some of the kids as well. And because everyone has got notes, it just works seamlessly and the sharing works really well. So that's kind of how I'm using notes. Mostly, I find most of my longer form writing goes into Ulysses and my long term document storage is starting to kind of move more towards Google Drive because we get Google Drive. Through our school for free, so uh, that's kind of where I am with that. It's it's more of a short term thing, but it's the things you need to kind of keep around that you would otherwise have on a scrap of paper.
1: Yeah, um, I totally get it. And uh, You know, especially the part about shared notes because everyone has them. Um, that is that is so true, and I feel like um, I've been using the shared notes feature even with the MacStories team. You know, we are um, we tend to cover a lot of apps, so it's not like we don't have alternative options, even more powerful options. But when it comes to sharing and collaboration, the, the feature that Apple built into Notes is just so effective and so easy to set up and easy to use, and even better, we never ran into a single problem, uh, because Apple is doing pretty great uh, conflict resolution, so if multiple people make changes to the same Note, Notes doesn't create like duplicate copies, which was a problem in other systems that we tried in the past. And with iOS eleven, that's also getting better. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, and I'm using Notes. Uh, you know, outside from the Mac Stories usage, and we use as a team, we use Notes for like shared uh, reference material, shared documentation. I have a guide with all my workflows that I share with the team, with the instructions. So we use that a lot. But as a as an individual, I use Notes for everything. So for example, uh. uh um, Back in April, we we adopted two puppies, and I've been keeping a folder in Notes with all the you know the documentation and the stuff that the that the doctor says about you know taking care of the dogs. So I have a dedicated puppies folder in Notes. I have also what I do a lot is um, using the uh, Share extension. I append links that I discover from Twitter or Safari to the same note, so I have like an interesting links note in the notes app and yeah. I, every once in a while I go through the list and I save those links somewhere else and I like this system because again with iCloud sync the same note keeps you know I perhaps I append a link from the iPad then I save another link from the iPhone and thanks to iCloud all the links are merged into a single note and I don't have to think about it anymore so I keep a lot of bits you know my iOS 11 review research started in notes. I have an iOS 11 folder. I kept separate notes for every individual chapter, so uh, all my all my research, all my reference stuff was stored in notes. Really, I use it for everything and I started using notes uh, like more seriously in I uh, back in 2015 with iOS 9 and I've been a loyal user except for that month when I tried Bear on my uh, on iOS, but I've been using notes for for over 2 years now.
0: Yeah, I I Thought of a couple of other use cases that I had when you were talking there, Federico, and one is, you know, sometimes when we go out on Twitter and we say, you know, what do you want to hear about on Canvas? And people will tweet back as ideas for shows, just every single one of them just share into note, share into note, and, and then you and I share that note together. And that's another useful way just to gather something really quickly. And of course, um, the file attachment stuff that you were talking about there with, with with your puppies, we've we've done the same for travel. You know that remember our fateful trip to Paris where the bag got stolen and we got two shows worth yeah. of security information out of it. Um, that that was a, that was another trip that was all planned through Apple Notes. Just you know where are we staying? Where are the reference bookings? Um, being able to make PDFs uh, from iOS and just append them into notes is, is super super helpful. So that's uh, another use case that was was pretty successful for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I also keep travel stuff into. I have like a dual backup system. I have all my documents as PDFs, like a copy of my passport and the, you know, the documentation to land in the United States. I have a dual copy both in Apple Notes and in Dropbox and in my email. So I have like three copies, but I always always open Apple Notes. And also I should mention private notes. I use private notes a lot when, you know, that you need to open with touch ID authentication or a password. I keep a lot of sensitive stuff in there, and I just find it convenient because it's you know it's all in one place and it's made by Apple so I know it's gonna be sticking around and I know it's gonna work across multiple versions of iOS. Um, so yeah, I'm using the app a lot and I wanted to. Talk about the stuff that is changing in iOS 11. And the most visible change that is as soon as you open a note, you're going to notice the new formatting bar on top of the keyboard. Uh, It's a new light gray bar with a bunch of shortcuts. Most of these features were supported before. Like you can add a checkbox if you want to keep track of to-dos in notes. And you can add a drawing either with your finger or with the Apple Pencil. You can add attachments from the camera and new in iOS 11 also documents but really the the foremost change is the new styles menu the AA button that allows you to control the formatting of your text in a note and in iOS 11 it's an entirely redesigned menu at the top there's a, a scrollable tray of font options. So you start from title, heading, body, which are uh, three existing options in iOS 10, and new in iOS 11, you can add a monospaced font. Uh, The thing about changing fonts in Apple Notes um, is that you cannot control fonts on a per-word basis, but the font is applied to the entire line. So you cannot, for example, have a regular body text with a single monospaced word in the middle of that line. As soon as you change to you know to title or to heading or to monospace, the setting is applied to the entire line. So again, it's not the full control that you would have in stuff like Ulysses or Bear, for example, which has excellent support for this type of you know font control and syntax highlighting. But it's you know if you want to have an entire block of text with a, with a monospaced font, you can do that in notes now.
0: Yep, it's it, it's kind of like a, it's like a simple word processor. You know, it's yeah. not it, it's not the control of Word on iOS or even Pages, but it's uh, it, it's good enough for the kind of things that you need to do and and for the kind of purposes to which you put a lot of simple notes. You know, I don't think Andy's spending a lot of time styling up little notes that they make, but you got your headings, you've got your titles and so on. And also on the iPad, just to mention Federico, a lot of those styles have got keyboard shortcuts as well. Yes. So you can press like Command-Shift-T, for example, and you can get title and various things like that. The one that kills me that it doesn't have because i use this all the time is there's no keyboard shortcut to start a bulleted list oh i know um, i know and, it and pains
1: like, me so much why, why, like? you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know so don't one know. thing that doesn't you know there's like obscure like how often do you need to put a title in a note right once at the top and um, yes. there's a keyboard shortcut for that but there's not one for the bulleted list so yeah uh, if Andy's out there listening please could you throw that in before ios 11 is finished thank you
1: yeah, yeah look i love the the herring keyboard shortcut because in a note as i'm structuring a note i can hit command shift h and i add a heading to the note which is super useful but the lack of a bulleted list
0: shortcut that uh, it doesn't make any sense um just uh, one sorry federico one other thing I, i just noticed i don't know if you know about this um in the settings if you go into settings and into notes in the in the settings application there is a setting where you can say notes begin with and you can choose title, heading, or body. Yeah. And the default is body, but you can go in there and you can make it that every new note you have, the first line will be a title style or a heading style. So uh, that's just a, a pro tip that I discovered um, today, actually. That is a pro tip
1: indeed. Um, also, I should mention that I think in iOS 11, there's more consistency in the behavior of indenting and outdenting uh, items mm-hmm. in a list. Also, as a quick aside, Apple doesn't refer to the what we human what human beings on this planet call outdenting, apple calls indent left which doesn't mean indent ending, <laughs> because indent left is nothing <laughs> there's only one indent yeah. which is to the right <laughs> unless you are like a left to right language but in that case indent left makes sense but for you know for the way that we write um uh, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, there's more <laughs> consistency in the behavior of the tab character, which allows you to indent and outdent a list mm-hmm. with the keyboard on, on in notes. Anyway, to wrap up this menu, um, there's a uh, the existing options for bold, italics, underlined, and strike through are available below the uh, font control tray. And finally, there's uh, also uh, the buttons to create um, what do you call them? Dashed lists, um, number yeah. lists. And bulleted lists are now together mm-hmm. in, a, in a control on the bottom left. And there's visual controls to indent left and in <laughs> indent right. Uh, those are also buttons in this menu.
0: Yeah, so that's a, that's a menu that you, you may or may not spend a lot of time in, depending on whether or not you want to learn the keyboard shortcuts. But if you need a bulleted list, you've got to get familiar with that menu. So yep. it's definitely something to dig into. Yeah. Federico, you, you alluded to earlier um the new feature in iOS 11 which is about tables in yes. a note. And this is something that is really it, it's it's an it's a big step up for notes, but it's not as big a step as the tables could support in for example pages. Yeah. Um so it's it's good, but don't get your hopes too high, I think is what I'm going to say about that. Um they're kind of like the iWork iOS apps, but they're not—they're not the same implementation, right? They're clearly not. Code has not been taken from Pages and put into Notes. Somebody in the Notes team has sat down and written a different implementation of table, and it's—it's it's mostly um, just about putting text into a grid. So you can certainly add and delete rows, um, and you can also reorder rows because if you put your cursor into a cell in the table two little grippers appear one above the column and one to the left of the row. And you can use those grippers to pick up that row or column and reorder it or uh, tap it to add or delete rows. But what you can't do is you can't arbitrarily resize the rows or the columns. So you can't make one column really wide and two of them really narrow and you can't resize the overall table either. It's always the full width of the note as you're looking at it. So it's a relatively basic implementation of a table. And the other thing that makes it quite basic is that table cells only support plain text with inline styles like bold, italic, and underline. You can't, for example, put a bulleted list in a table cell. You can't put an image in a table cell uh, and various other things like that. So there's quite a few limitations on tables, but they do a good job of of kind of keeping the note tidy if that's the kind of information you're trying to gather up. But it's not nothing like the same power as you might be used to if you use tables and pages, for example.
1: Yeah, these are simple tables, really, are meant yeah. to allow you to structure uh, information in a note more quickly, more visually. And I, I appreciate, honestly, I know that it, they're not as full-featured as the tables that you can create in iWork, and maybe it would have been nice, even in this first version, to at least allow you to have a checkbox next to an item in a table. But still, um, I've been using this, this option quite a bit, Quite a bit, especially with the Mac Stories team in in shared notes. And I'm glad that they added this this simple option. That it doesn't have the extra complexity of you know other solutions. Not necessarily in iWork, but even uh, if you look at other apps that support tables, they usually come with a lot of controls. And here, you just need to grab and you know drag, and you create a multiple rows and multiple columns. It's really nicely done.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm not critical of it at all for being simple. But it's just sometimes when you, when you hear, oh, there's no table support in this text-based application, people kind of think of the, com- the unbelievable complexity of tables and say, Word, for example. Um, and even on iOS, the Word table system is really pretty powerful. But this is just, uh, it's a way to keep your notes tidy, basically, and, and it does a good job for that as well. So, Federico, let's talk about a sponsor for this show, if that's okay, because we have a new sponsor this week. Uh, this episode of Canvas is brought to you by Balance. Balance are the team behind Balance for Mac, the app for helping you monitor all your bank balances and card transactions. The balance folk have also just launched Balance Open. This is a free and open source Mac app for checking Coinbase. Coinbase is a popular marketplace for cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, and Balance Open is the best open source digital wallet to help you keep track of everything. If you're not familiar with this kind of cryptocurrency stuff, that's okay, because Balance want to help teach you about it. And they're going to do that by starting you on your way. The first thousand people that go to bal.money/relay—that's b-a-l dot money/relay—will receive two dollars in the Ethereum currency for free as a gift from Balance. So go check it out today, find out more, and try out Balance Open. Our thanks to Balance for their support of this show. So, Federico, another thing that's uh, new and Powerful, potentially powerful in notes in iOS 11 is Apple Pencil integration. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned earlier about using doing sketches in notes, and we've been able to do that for is it two generations now? iOS nine was the first version that had that. Yes. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So it's sketching has been in notes for a while, but now possibly confusingly, possibly not. and I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I haven't used either in, enough to quite know. But there are two different modes for sketching in Notes in iOS 11. The first mode is simply the sketching engine that was in iOS 9 and iOS 10. Now, the way you get to this is by tapping the plus button in that toolbar at the bottom and then tapping add sketch. And what this does is it takes you into a new mode where you have... (coughs) you lose all the in- the interface that you were in and you're just sketching on the whole of the iPad screen. And this is the system you've been used to from iOS 9 and 10, where you have tools like pen, highlighter and pencil. You have the virtual ruler, the one where you can use multi-touch to place the ruler and then draw along it. You have a pixel-based eraser. There's no selection tool in that mode and there's 16 colors and eight grayscales to choose from. So it has all the tools that you're used to in iOS 10, but... You can also now do inline sketching in notes. And inline sketching just starts by touching the Apple Pencil on a note that you happen to be working in. And the way it effectively works is it is is a separate object. So there's like a a boundary above and a boundary below. And if you type in it, it'll kind of open up your text and put the sketch in there. Now you can resize the vertical height more or less depending on what you want. But this mode is a slightly simpler mode for sketching. It has a pen and a highlighter and a pencil, same as the other mode, but in this mode it has a stroke eraser, not a pixel eraser. Now what I mean by that, Federico, is the if you this is much more like the way an eraser works in Notability where if you draw a line and then you just touch any part of that line with the eraser the whole line disappears, mm-hmm. rather than in the other modes where if you touch the line with the eraser only the bit you touch disappears. So it's a stroke eraser in there rather than a pixel eraser. And it also has a lasso for selecting and moving individual parts of your drawing. Now, that's a wee bit like Notability as well. Notability also has a lasso tool. But in Notability, you can actually resize your drawing by pinching on the selected part. Notes doesn't support that. It's only for moving. So you can't rescale your drawing that way, the same way you can, for example, Notability. And the other limitation of that mode is you only have five basic colors. Black, blue, green, yellow, and red. You don't have all the extra colors that you have in the attachment mode, the the traditional sketching mode from iOS 10. So that's a, a pretty powerful enhancement. I think it's nice to be able to do it in line. It certainly makes it a lot quicker and, and the, the sketches feel more integrated into the note, I think.
1: Yeah, and... The nice benefit of inline sketching is that um, at any point you can extend the area dedicated to the inline sketch. So if you tap down with the mm. pencil and you see these two um, grabbing controls that appear, and you can touch, you can touch them and sort of move them in the node so you can extend the sketching area for the pencil. If you realize, well, I need more space, uh, then you can extend that and the, the the text at the top and at the bottom of the sketch will automatically reflow in the note, which is very nice. Um, and also the difference between uh, inline sketching and the traditional um, attachment uh, type for sketches, you can tell in iOS 11 because the, uh, the traditional sketches, you know, the iOS 9, uh, ones that open a full screen canvas view those have a white background in the note whereas the inline sketch is actually blending with the with the paper background that you choose so uh, they actually appear as attachments within a note so the attachments one, they have the full controls they have the full color palette, they have all the tools that you're used to the inline ones are a subset of sketching controls and I have a feeling that those are actually dedicated to handwriting, because Apple is putting great emphasis on handwriting capabilities in Apple Notes in iOS 11. Uh, The fact that you have a more limited selection of tools, limited colors, and the fact that these inline sketches blend in with the background of the Notes suggests to me that they are optimized for handwriting in Notes. Also, in iOS 11, Notes can do basically OCR for handwritten sections. So it recognizes the text that you write and that text becomes searchable. Now, the results are not perfect, especially if you have very... Uh, Sophisticated or elaborate, you know, cursive handwriting. If you're writing block letters like I do, it's mostly not a problem. There's the occasional, uh, you know, misrecognized word, but if you have actual good handwriting, I'm not sure the system is already as capable as alternatives like GoodNotes or Nebo, for example. but it's you know, in theory Apple is using machine learning and all these other fancy words that they now use to improve the system. So it should be getting better. Uh, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah. definitely if you do yeah. a lot of note taking the traditional way, try an inline sketching note in iOS eleven and see what happens if you can later search the text.
0: Yes, and, and also in aid of handwriting, Federico, one of the things you can do in when sketching inside in line with a note is you can change the background of the paper as well yes yeah. this is new for the first time in ios 11 where it's kind of weird how you get to you have to press the share button and then you can change that the the paper background in there but there are three sizes three line heights of, of ruled paper if you like and there's three sizes of grid paper as well it's not quite as sophisticated as some other apps like again notability where you can have things like music paper and and the cornell note-taking system and things it's not quite that sophisticated but it's, it's a start and it, you know, if you want a little bit of help for handwriting on a straight line and I suspect that's also to help the recognition engine as well. Yeah. If they can encourage you to write on a, on a flat line, um, that will improve the quality of recognition as well, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and you can go into settings and change the default type of the paper background yes. for any new notes. So if you want to always start with the rule
0: paper, for example, you can do that. There's also Federico uh, Instant Notes, which is, is a brand new feature for iOS 11 as well and it it appears in two different ways depending on whether you've got an apple pencil device or not the the highlighted one that was shown off at at wwc was the ability to touch the apple pencil to the lock screen of a locked ipad and it will immediately launch notes and let you start writing now this is quite similar to the way that if you open the camera from the lock screen while the device is locked you will be able to take pictures, you'll be able to see the pictures you've taken, but you can't, for example, go in and see all the pictures on the device because obviously that would be a security violation. So notes kind of behaves the same way. It will take you into this limited interface where you can work on a new note or, or optionally a, um, a note that you've already been working on, but you can't go in and see like all the notes in the system as well. There's also a shortcut in Control Center, right? This new uh, configurable Control Center set of features. And the same settings and behaviors apply to that button in Control Center as apply to touching the pencil in the lock screen, which is that you can have four options. So if you go into settings again, you can either turn off this whole feature if you don't want it, but you can either do that or you can always create a new note whenever uh, instant notes is used. You can resume the last note created on the lock screen or you can resume the last note viewed in the in the notes app so you can can have a little bit of control over um, which note you get to if you happen to tap your pencil on the screen and I suppose that may be different depending on what you're working on you know if you were if you were at a conference all day, for example, the last note created on the lock screen feature might be just a way to get to your your you know daily notebook of what's happened at the conference that day, regardless of what else you might have done in notes in the meantime. So uh, there's a couple of different ways you can set that up depending on how you want it to be, but it's it's quite a nice little shortcut to get to uh, typing or sketching notes quickly.
1: Yeah, I've been using the the Instant Notes uh, feature with the Apple Pencil quite a bit. To my surprise, because it's uh, I'm not the type of user that constantly walks around with an iPad and the Apple Pencil, but what did the trick for me, I think, was um, getting into the um, this, the leather sleeve for the iPad Pro. Uh, I recently bought uh, a v- the version for the big iPad Pro, uh, the 12.9, the black leather sleeve that holds both the iPad and the pencil. It's not cheap because it costs like 169 euros. So it's definitely not cheap, yeah. But I'm using that in three ways. I think uh, I can I can summarize as three different methods. Uh, first, of course, it holds the iPad. So it goes in my bag, holds the iPad with the smart cover and the Apple Pencil. Then I'm using it as a leather pad when I'm typing on a desk. I put the iPad propped up on the smart cover on the leather sleeve. I put my magic keyboard on the leather sleeve and I'm using the entire area as a, as a typing pad because there's, there's a good grip, you know, on any kind of table. Even if it's a glass table, you know, it tends to be slippery with the magic keyboard. But with the leather pad uh, at the bottom, it, everything stays in place. And third, I think I'm using the sleeve as a quick access tool for the Apple Pencil because it's always with me. I don't have to go look for it in my bag. So, having the pencil in a, in this in a in a single location, easily accessible has pushed me to use it a lot more in Apple Notes. Uh, I have terrible handwriting and I'm a terrible, you know, I'm terrible at sketching, but I, I still like to use the Pencil because it feels good. So um, I'm, I, I'm really liking the changes for, for Apple Pencil users in, in iOS 11. And even nicer, I think, is the fact that there's a setting to say, I always want to... Use the Apple Pencil for sketching, and I want to use multi-touch my fingers for navigation. So, w- yeah. whenever I'm in Notes and I'm and the pencil is touching the screen, it means I want to add uh, an inline sketch. And if I'm using my fingers, then it means I want to navigate the UI. And that allows you to basically put down the Apple Pencil on the screen to instantly start sketching, which is super convenient, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was, it's definitely getting to be a, a much smoother experience than. Uh, than it used to be when you had to kind of go into that different mode just to sketch and so on Uh, the inline notes are going to be i think a very popular feature in ios 11 the the
1: other feature that i think will be extremely popular with people um, is the document scanner that apple added in ios 11 now this is
0: this is the party piece isn't it
1: yeah um, this is going to be the thing that a lot of people would will love in apple notes i think so on the surface, it doesn't it doesn't look or work too differently from the scanner apps that you probably have on your iPhone already. You point the camera, so you you tap the plus button, and you tap on Add uh, Scan Documents. It's called the the menu option is called Scan Documents, and you open this camera view. And you point it at a document, and you get this yellow overlay that highlights when a document gets recognized by the camera. You hold still. You snap a picture, and iOS does its, you know, does whatever it has to do to recognize the document, and tell you this is the document. I'm gonna convert the document to a scan. Now you can choose, you know, between multiple color options. You can keep the original photo. You can keep the, uh, you know, the black and white. You can switch to grayscale, and then you save the document, and it gets saved as one of these uh, attachment types in a note it's got like a, like a light gray background and even 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 better uh, if you scan multiple documents in a row this attachment within a note will be uh, will be scrollable like a scrollable gallery so if you take a picture of for example three receipts within a single scanning flow you will get one attachment but that con- that contains three documents so you can swipe on it within a note to see all the scans contained within the attachment, which is very nice.
0: I mean, at, at, its, at its core, it's a, it's a three-page PDF, isn't it? But the, it gets a sort of special excuse me a special presentation inside of the yeah. note. Yeah, and when
1: you share the document with, with other apps or if you want to save the document to files, for example, it gets saved as a PDF. But what's nice is that as, as long as it remains an attachment in notes, it's the the scanning process is non-destructive so you can go back at any time edit the the document and it will still show you this is one of the two impressive things about this if you go back mm. and edit a scan it will revert to the to the original photo. There will be like a 3D animation that takes the scan and goes back to the original photo. You will actually see the document fly back into the original location in the photo, which is super cool just to see. It's super cool, the animation that Apple did here. And you will be able to adjust the corners, you know, like the, to adjust the cropping tool and to make sure that the scan is just right. And the other impressive part is that when you're taking the picture, Apple is is using the new Vision APIs in iOS 11 to do uh, rectangle detection. So um, the the Vision API, also based on machine learning, is actually recognizing documents in multiple shapes. And this sort of this this engine is new in iOS 11, and it's not the same feature, and it's not the same API at least that you've already seen in other document scanners. This is one of the new frameworks in iOS 11. And in my experience, it's working super well. Like, I'm taking scans at 45 degree angles and Notes can still find the document, even if it's, you know, it's got a, you know, it's skewed, for example, towards the table. It does an excellent job at readjusting the orientation of the document, uh, making it, appear as a front-facing front-facing scan and not just like a random photo of a receipt on my kitchen table that I took in two seconds. So the Vision API is definitely impressive.
0: Yeah, being able to work at an angle, I think, is one of the... With the uh, big improvements for the notes document scanner over other apps that you might yeah. have used because in order to get a reasonably good scan, you had to be you know almost right above something that was flat on the table. And then the problem I always have with that is that it, you start to cast a shadow on the thing you're scanning with the phone. So unless you use the flash, of course, um, which doesn't always sometimes can blow out if the thing is very white or whatever. So I think being able to kind of be off at a little bit of an angle and it can correct uh, and get the the detection correct. There is, is super powerful. And I think uh, I've got some of the best scans I've ever had using, using uh, notes on iOS 11 as well. And just one thing that I discovered, which is non obvious at all, but if you want to rename the document you've scanned, When you're viewing it in full screen, you tap the title. It says, I think by default it's called scanned document. But if you tap the title bar, you can rename the document right there without having to export it to the files app and rename it and then re-import it back in again.
1: Yeah, it's totally not obvious that you can tap on that part of the UI, but that's one of the the ongoing problems with the iOS 7 uh, design language, that it's still kind of with us. I know that Apple is kind of changing the uh, iOS design language over time, but there are still parts of the OS that are totally non-obvious. Then you you cannot tell that you can tap on that button to rename the document.
0: So yeah, the, the document scanner, I think is, is really, really impressive. Uh, there's one small caveat I discovered during the summer when I was working and I was scanning a big paper document. You can only have 24 scans in one document now, of course, in one note, you can have multiple scan documents, but the, it seems very an arbitrary limitation, you know, I was snap, 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 snap. I think I had like 26 pages in this document and I got to 24 and I said, no more scans. You make a new, make a new scan if you want to scan more. And so I had two attachments in my note, one with 24 pages and one with two pages. And that was it. I, I don't know why that limitation is there, but it does seem to be. Yep. So that's, those are the key features, I think, some of the big things that are coming in, in the documents application and, I and, sorry, the notes application in iOS 11. There's a few other little things that are in there too, Federico, like being able to pin a note to the top. This works pretty similar to, similarly to the way that Bear works in that you can uh, slide it over and you can tap pin and it pins it above all the other notes that you might make. So I've got one called to-do list and one called... Um, I think blog ideas or something and the two of them are stuck at the top no matter how many newer notes you make those ones always stick up there which is is pretty helpful Uh, we already mentioned the new background wallpapers you you can't customize that you can't put in any new papers at the back but you can you get three choices of line height and three choices of grid size which is pretty cool uh, Federico, you mentioned being able to highlight changes in shared notes yes. and get notifications for that as well. Can you yes, dig you, into that a wee bit? I haven't seen that, but
1: uh, yeah, um, if you share if you share a note with someone and someone else makes changes to the note, uh, you, uh, you will get a notification, uh, like a push notification that says uh, Ryan made edits to the note. And when you okay. open the note, if you tap on the collaboration icon at the top. Uh, Mm -hmm. you will get this new settings panel where you can go in there and you can uh, enable highlight changes. So you will get these different color highlights depending on the color that's been assigned to each uh, author in the note. So you will see what are the latest changes made by multiple users within the same note. Uh, this is not as powerful as, for example, adding comments to Google Docs or two pages, but it's still no. it's, it's an easy way to see what the latest changes in a shared environment came from. So I, I found that useful when sharing notes with the Mac team. I'm slightly annoyed that you can you still cannot create subfolders in notes for, for iOS 11 yeah. but that is I, I think apple is redeeming itself here with the excellent drag and drop support for notes in iOS 11 it notes is the i think by far the best application to test drag and drop you open you create a new note you start dropping things in, and you notice how the framework and the feature works. Uh, it's it's a great uh, playground for uh, testing drag and drop between multiple apps on the iPad.
0: Yep, it's, it's certainly the place I've always experimented with uh, with drag and <laughs> drop. in all my great experience of dragging and dropping things. In your many (laughs)
1: experiences with drag and (laughs) drop.
0: I have dropped maybe five pictures or something, (laughs) I don't know but um, it's it's certainly a way to look at it and and you can also drag out of notes as well and you can use drag and drop also to reorganize notes inside the application so if on the iPad for example you can you can disclose the three column view where you can see your folders and all the current notes in the current folder and then the note body as well you can drag and drop a note from the list into another folder, so you can actually use drag and drop to reorganize as well, which which is uh, quite a nice technique. If you've made a lot of notes and you need to tidy up quickly, you can just drag and drop to to push them off into another folder somewhere, which is is nice to be able to do. Yeah, I'm curious to see
1: if, um, how apps will implement the drag and drop um, APIs, which we talked about over the past few weeks, when it mm-hmm. comes to importing data from notes? Like, will apps be able to convert from rich text to whatever format they use? Will I be able to, for example, using drag and drop, export a note from notes to Ulysses and retain my local attachments, like images within a note and my formatting? In theory, if the Ulysses folks write uh, RTF to Markdown Converter, and use it for drag and drop, that should be possible. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm curious to see how developers will um, add support for proprietary data types, especially, you know, Apple apps like Notes and Mail and Calendar. They all come with these proprietary formats that Apple is using. So mm-hmm. uh, adding support for them seems to me like it's an obvious thing to do because it, those are the apps that millions of people use.
0: Yeah, you would think if, if you were coming from Notes, that would be one thing that everybody understands how to work with. Yeah, so we'll see. Great. So fingers crossed. I think the invitations went out today for the, in the new iPhone event. So we must be getting pretty close now, Federico, to the release of iOS 11.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm expecting either September 19th or September 20th, as mm-hmm. I, I hope, as the release date. So it's getting, it's getting real close at
0: this point. Uh, I guess they're not going to redesign the multitasking system just for me in the remaining period. So i uh, going to have to make my peace with it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, at this point... Uh, it's definitely going to be what it is. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it goes. So it goes. Okay, so Federico, we'll wrap it up there. This has been Canvas episode 43, iOS 11 Notes. You can get show notes for this episode at relay.fm slash canvas slash 43. You can connect with the show on Twitter. The show is underscore canvas FM. I'm on Twitter as Fraser Spears. Federico is Vitici, And we'll see you all next time.